Hi, I'm Tim Daniel with AVL North America. I'm the segment lead for ADOS in, in North America, and I'm sitting here today with Mike Jones from the Michigan Technical Resource Park, mm -hmm. or MITRP for short. And uh, Mike Jones is the owner and operator of this facility, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about um, proving grounds and um, uh, what their impact is on the auto industry today. I'm glad to have you here today. Thanks. Matt. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to, to talk to you guys. Um, so, you know, I bought this place 12 years ago and it's changed dramatically. It used to be a durability test track for running miles and building miles mm -hmm. on, on new vehicles, OEM vehicles, and um, mainly heavy class truck, uh, class eight trucks, mm -hmm. class six trucks. And it's now um, turned into really a focus on ADAS testing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have all the OEMs here that you know about that uh, it's involved now in, in electric uh, EV platforms and, and doing uh, ADAS um, systems on vehicles as well. So it's been, um, it's been a trip here. And I tell you, the, uh, we're busy. Um, even during the pandemic, we, we were able to stay um, totally busy here because of the uh, willingness to basically pivot and and allow it so that you could come here and test um, by yourself and it just made it easy and so our processes here don't have a lot of red tape first thing and, and the second point is that we have a lot of features here um, a lot of different surfaces we, we can um, utilize our 1.75 mile four lane oval track for high speed testing um, but then you can jump on the secondary roads and have five miles uh, of roads around the property um, or if you just need to straight away and uh, you know, maybe some drive-by noise testing or if you need to do some brake testing, mm -hmm. some of the brake requirement testing, we can do that here. We do have drivers as well and the, on the driver side of it, um, you know, it's hard to employ drivers and keep drivers, you know. Especially this, this, in this, uh, cli yeah, business climate, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, we have a full-time HR manager just mm -hmm. hiring and, and filling the positions to support all of our customers with mm -hmm. their testing needs. It's on, it sits on 336 acres. Um, it's in Ottawa Lake, Michigan. Um, I literally can see Ohio from here, which is um, a quarter of a mile away. Mm -hmm. But we're out in the rural America here. Um, it's very private. It's fenced in and secure. There's a sheriff on site, uh, the township is on site, so you don't have ordinance problems. Mm -hmm. You have total privacy. Um, and we have capacity on the track to do a lot of testing. Uh, we're open 24 hours a day and we're staffed accordingly. So, um, and then, you know, our customers, what we do is we bring them in and we basically let them lead to what, what their needs are and, and then we jump in with the support. So anything from um, jumping in and working on the vehicles or changing tires or doing brake jobs and, um, or doing the test itself. Um, so you have full service, um, full service. Uh, proving ground. Yep. So how have you seen the needs or the, um, uh, the influence of proving grounds in the uh, mobility industry over the last 12 years? And where do you see it going? It, it, um, it, years ago was the way to validate a vehicle. And it's before you can simulate and do a lot of simulation. And then it went through a, a phase where the, the need for proving grounds kind of went down. Mm -hmm. and then, but now since the vehicle's being redeveloped, into an electric platform, a skateboard chassis. Mm -hmm. Now it's back to the proving grounds again because there's just not a lot of relevant data mm -hmm. there to grab. 
to use as surrogate data and proving out the, the drive lines. So we're busy, and I think we're going to be, be busy for 10 or 15 years at this pace. Yeah, and not just electrification, ADOS. So as uh, new technologies are being brought to bear in, in mobility, that drives more need for um, proving grounds and, and doing uh, real, real vehicle testing. It does. You know, you want to have um, you want to have a cross from your lab to your to your mm -hmm. track and have that data tie out, and that's what we work hard at. We we basically partner with our customers, and by doing that, um, provide a better result, man. Mm -hmm. So, as you mentioned, those new technologies, um, uh, the facilities change to to meet those new technologies. Um, uh, Charging stations, um, communications, yep. and I know you have those on yes. site as well. We we do. Um, you know, we we can move data. A lot mm -hmm. of big quantity of data can get moved fast in and out of the facility. Mm -hmm. um, you have to have high power um, to charge these vehicles mm -hmm. with these fast chargers today. You know, um, and we have that. We have our own substation right on the property, mm -hmm. directly from the utility company. Um, so we can we can basically get through and and get the testing done mm -hmm. by the infrastructure that's already here. Yeah, and I believe you have five G on property as we well. Five G. <laughs> yeah, we do have five G, mm -hmm. and you know it's it's always going to be changing, and we'll change with it. Mm -hmm. um, but right now we're in great shape, and um, we're we're happy to have our customers that were that are here testing now, and they're happy. So. Yeah, I know the statement is um, the only constant in life is change. And it's, if you don't keep up with the change, you get left behind. That's so correct. you have to bring those new technologies to bear in, in the new in the facilities. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we appreciate it. Um, uh, the growth that we've had, and mm -hmm. it's, um, it's it wouldn't have happened if we didn't do change and yeah. have change. So yes. And I, I had you also have um, uh, capability for testing fuel cell vehicles on facility as well, right? We do. Yeah, we have right now actually on the test track right, as we mm -hmm. speak, we have a class eight truck that's mm -hmm. hydrogen powered. Mm -hmm. um, and we've got a lot of electric platforms, full electric platforms mm -hmm. as well. Um, a lot of um, unique customers that I've never heard of in the last, you know, ever. Mm -hmm. And in the last couple of years, they surface as, as, um, as integrators for electric, um, drive lines into brand names that you recognize. Maybe it's a Freightliner or a Packard product or whatever, but uh, we're also testing with those guys. Yeah, and I, I uh, think you're, you're large enough to provide the services that are needed, but small enough to be nimble to adapt to these um, new customers that um, are, very, are very dynamic and flexible. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, I've got two levels of management, and I'm one of them. Mm -hmm. And below me is everybody else. So, and uh, right now we're sitting with about 100 people to mm -hmm. support our customers uh, on site here, and um, and we're keeping up. And uh, I think you know I think that we're, we're going to maintain the trajectory that we're on now. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So, yeah, very good. Thank you very much. Oh, you're very welcome. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, same. Thanks for listening to Reimagine Mobility Podcast. If you liked this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend.